Hi, and welcome to Much Talk About Nothing, a show about movies, music, and more, where we continue on our endless journey in search of something to talk about. As always, I'm your host, Grant Ingram, and if you want to be a part of the show, you can send us an email at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com, and you can follow us on Instagram at muchtalkaboutnothing, and on Twitter at mtanpodcast. We'd love to hear from you. Joining me today to talk about the Peanuts movie... It's the Charlie Brown to my Snoopy. Everyone give it up for Grant Skillen. How you doing, Grant? I'm doing great. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. I've just been like laying on a doghouse all day, trying to get into school. It's It's been cool. Flying around on your doghouse. Yeah, man. You know, getting all the, all the pretty girls, that kind of thing. Yeah, and I've been hiding behind a desk, so we're both doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. You've been hiding behind a desk, learning to dance, and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. We usually divide our episodes up into spoiler-free and spoiler content. The problem with this movie is there aren't really any major spoilers, and it's really tough to talk about the movie without getting into the plot details. So Yeah, you really can't. Yeah. So we're going to do one episode on this one. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it and come back. We don't. If there is a spoiler that we missed, we don't want to ruin the movie for you. But if you have seen it, by all means, continue on. And, um... Movie's just about, like, just under, like, an hour and 20 minutes, if you take out the credits. It's very funny and has a lot of quotes, so I highly recommend watching it. Yep, same here. Anyway, now that we've gotten the, the spoiler warning out of the way, Grant, what are your initial thoughts on this movie? Well, the first thing that hit me immediately was the nostalgia of growing up with Charlie Brown. And, like, oh, hey, they made a new one. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I, I had the same thing. Like I, I'm one of the families. We watch the Charlie Brown Christmas every year. We we watch the Halloween one, the Thanksgiving one, all that. And yep. so, so my mom's a big Snoopy fan. So we ended up going to see this movie in theaters in 2015. I loved it then. I love it now. So yeah, that those are my nostalgia feelings. How did you like the movie as on a whole? I, I obviously I loved the quotes. I did think the movie was a bit cringy. But overall, I still enjoyed it. All right. And, um, like, what do you have any, like, particular scenes that, like, stood out as kind of cringy? Well, like, the ending of the movie. Like, how, and I still think it's a bit annoying. They don't give the redhead girl a name. She's just the little redhead girl. Mm-hmm. But at the end, she's like, oh, like, I like, like, I like you for you. And just all and the list off all the stuff he did in the movie. Where, like, he helped his sister in the um, talent show by being a cow, and how he admitted that it wasn't really his test that got 100. It was just a bit cringy and, like, cliche. Yeah, I I can agree with that. I personally thought, like, the whole wrap-up was kind of cool, because, I I don't know, I give this movie a pass where I probably shouldn't in some areas, because, I don't know, I always like to see Charlie Brown get a win. Yeah. He does not get one in the post credit scene, though. I don't know if you saw that. Did I see that? There's a post credit scene where it's uh, him and Lucy, and she tricks him into kicking a football. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? I did see that. She goes, I now understand that you are kind, compassionate, and bra- or brave and funny. No one would pull a football away from someone with those qualities. And then, of course, she does and says, and gullible. I forgot to mention gullible. <laughs> yeah, and I, I remember that saying because it cracked me up. I just forgot it was after the credits. Um, yeah. I also did – there was one thing I did not enjoy and I found a bit boring was all of the scenes with Snoopy flying around doing his stuff. Really? You didn't like that? 
I did not. Okay. See, I, I really enjoyed that just because, like I said, I've grown up with these. And so, like, my favorite scenes were always the ones where he was, like, creeping back from the, um, from, like, fighting the Red Baron, you know. Growing up as a kid, I had a little book where it was just all the little color panels where, where he would fight the Red Baron. And it always cracked me up. Yeah, I, I grew up on it, too. But those, I just found a bit boring. Like, just those scenes. I did, I did like Snoopy, though, when he'd be, like, sneaking around. And, like, when uh, Charlie told him to lay low when he was, like, stalking her, like, in her, like, when she was getting the mail. And this Snoopy just pops up in the mailbox. Yeah. I also liked how he would just, like, pop up and go, shh, in, like, some, in just, like, random places. Like, the pop-up book in the library as Woodstock's reading it. And he's just like, shh. Yeah. And I think I also found that was pretty cliche was, like, when she dropped her pencil and it started rolling and then curved and landed perfectly at his feet. Oh yeah, um, it was a little, was a little cliche. I will say, if it still you've, is a great movie. Yeah, and if you've listened to our last review of the Clone Wars, I didn't give that episode a pass. I'm gonna give this movie a pass for being cliche at times. Yeah, I, and and this is a bit more understandable because it's Charlie Brown. Yeah, and it, I mean it's. We're reviewing it now as 17-year-old men, but let's be honest. The movie is kind of intended for a younger audience in general. Like it's a- It definitely is. If, if, I was, like, if I was younger, this would fit right in with the other movies. I would love them a lot. Yeah, it's like a really great family movie. And um, mm-hmm. it really stuck with the, the vision that I think Charles Schultz had for his characters. And in that respect, I really enjoyed enjoyed watching it i, I mean yeah, obviously I, I yeah I, I enjoyed watching it too i just want to make sure that's clear because like the last thing i said might have made that a little murky i love the movie it's just it was a bit cringy at times but most stuff is so yeah yeah especially stuff that's marketed towards families so yeah. you you said you had a lot of great quotes i'm gonna just let you kind of start off with your with your quotes and we can talk about the scenes around them if you want all right so I like when Charlie's going through his closet. He goes, "Not, no, not quite. That's the one." And he has a closet full of the exact same shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And it's always that. I mean, he wears one that's like red later, but it's always the yellow Charlie Brown shirt. And I, I thought it was great. That I, I love that joke too. Um, yeah, it, that was great. And I also loved Lucy calling him a blockhead. Yep. I really loved the way they got, like, they started off the movie where it was a snow day, and all of a sudden, all you, you meet, you quickly meet all the kids, you get all the all the backstories, and I loved how the characters looked. Like, I really liked the animation style. It felt like it was stuff I'd seen before. Um, yeah, it was new and updated, but at the same time, it still kept the same feeling mm-hmm. of the old Charlie Brown movies. Oh yeah, and it, it's a timeless work too. Like they didn't give all the kids phones. They, there's nothing that does that dates the movie, and the animation man mm-hmm. is just so good looking. Um, yeah, yeah. I also enjoyed um, the scene where he was like, and I know like I don't know if girls do this much, but like all guys growing up, imagine like the scenes of like top of the ninth inning, two outs, fastball. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then Snoopy just crushes it. <laughs> yeah, and having this snowman swing, man, I was cracking up. Yeah. 
And the, and the Woodstock with the little crowd of little snowmen that would jump up in the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I also liked, I liked the scene where he accidentally knocked over the fence. Yeah. Everybody blamed him. Just like, he did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No shame. And then when the little redhead girl walked in and um, Schroeder was like, wow, she's pretty. Goes, she's not that pretty. Yeah, and then Charlie Brown's like immediately in love. And one of the running things about the story is that Lucy is just full of herself. And like, I'm super pretty. Why do you not like me? And that happens with Charlie Brown too. <laughs> A bit yeah. later. but I really... I, I liked the way they did all the characters, and I can't say that enough. Like, I really liked how they did the Lucy and Schroeder thing, where um, it felt where just like I remember up. watching when I was younger and just growing up watching Charlie Brown movies. It was just like that. Yeah, and a lot of the jokes are even the same. Like, I mean, they're timeless, so that's not really a complaint with this one. But like, they're the same. You know. Oh, Snoopy's Joe Cool. Well, a little side note. Snoopy is Joe Cool, and I've got a little shirt that I got for, I think, my birthday this year. It's Don't Be a Fool, Vote Joe Cool, and it's got a little picture of Snoopy in it. I thought it was quite cool. <laughs> um, anyway, and then, like, obviously, Lucy's calling people blockheads um, and going after Schroeder. And then Linus has his blanket, like, always and forever. Yep. And poor Snoopy just wants to go to class. He wants to become smart like all the other kids. Yep. I really like the thing they did with the plane that Charlie Brown like accidentally launched early on and how it kept coming back. Which what plane did he accidentally launch? The um I think it was Linus's plane, the Red Baron model that ended up being the one Snoopy wrote about, mm-hmm. but the one that also shredded Charlie Brown's paper <laughs> on War and Peace. Yeah, I thought, and I thought we could skip to that. We can go back, but I thought that was funny. Um, Leo toys or Leo's toy store by some guy named Warren Peace. <laughs> that was great. And then Peppermint Patty just asking, like, "You want to work on your slap shot, your hook shot?" Your... Yep. Curveball a little weak. Like... He's going into the grown up section. Is that illegal? Right, let's let's go back to kind of where we were, and just so we don't like skip too far ahead. Yeah, um, I knew right away as soon as like they got the papers mixed up when they were turning them in. I knew he was going to sign the wrong one. Yeah, me too. Um, it's just the classic Charlie Brown thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then like, <laughs> when he was uh, talking about like like his knees or when you try to stand but your knees are weak. Yeah, knees weak, arms are heavy. <laughs> There's vomit on his sweater already, man. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then like, he was sitting at the back of the bus trying to get the little redhead girl to sit with him. And then he just like freaks out and just crawls all the way to the front of the bus under the seat. And like hits his head on one of the seats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite funny. And um, I also really liked, like you said, with the whole when your knees are weak thing and how, like, he was doing all the little motions. And then, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I guess Charlie Brown was probably about fourth grade. Fourth, fifth grade me was pretty much the same way. Like, I, I was Charlie Brown. Probably still am Charlie Brown. I'm just not self-aware enough to realize it. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm probably still Charlie Brown. But, like... It, I'm overly dramatic about things at times, and yeah, you know what I you know what I mean. And so, mm-hmm. as a as a Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown is very relatable. Yeah, and the, 
And the little bird with whatever this, you know, what I have is, he was like mowing his nest to get the snow off. Yeah. Or whatever that little thing was. Woodstock? Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked when um when Charlie Brown was trying to introduce himself to the little red-haired girl. And he's like, I'm Brown Charlie. I'm Barley Clown. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all been, even if not for that same reason, we've all been nervous like that before and just like screwed something up. Oh, yeah. Like, um, for me, it has been that same reason. I have, like, Ooh. I haven't been able to, like, directly introduce myself at all just like yeah hi that's that's about as far as i can get without going well i got got lucky that i didn't have to do that because i met my girlfriend through a friend so i didn't have that same awkwardness okay yeah which was good because i probably would have messed something up but it's working out for you now right yep and i like when um charlie goes to lucy at her little like advice stand and she's like have you won any awards like a, like a congressional medal of honor or never peace prize what are your real estate holdings do you have a diversified portfolio <laughs> girls care about these things charlie brown yes in fourth grade these are the most important questions you should be asking yourself Man, that diversified portfolio. I mean, in fourth grade, I was worth $7.2 million. Um, I was worth $7.2, so... <laughs> okay, yeah. See, I lost all the money as I went along, but at fourth yeah. grade, man, I was at the height of my, my money powers. Yeah, so I'm, I just completely lost what we were talking about. Give me a second. We were talking about Lucy and the things you were saying at the um, like advice stand. Yeah. And then I liked how, like, she still charges five cents for her psychiatry help. And he gets a free book, like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the book actually works somewhat, which was surprising. Yeah, like, he didn't Charlie Brown the the whole movie. Well, he did a good bit of it, but not all of it. (laughs) Yeah, he managed to succeed in the end, which is what we all want for Charlie Brown, because let's be honest, we're all Charlie Brown. Yeah, and then from there... It was the, it goes straight or it's him like getting himself ready and then Sally mentions the talent show and then they get to the talent show and Lucy's saying something and Snoopy just licks her and she goes I've been kissed by a dog I have dog germs get hot water get some disinfectant get some iodine <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I really liked the pacing of this one, too. Like, it never lagged for me. I know you said you didn't like the Snoopy stuff, but for me personally, like, I, I always was engaged. I never, like, looked down at my phone. I was... I was like, engaged I, in every part except the Snoopy parts. Yeah. In the theater, I remember loving the Snoopy parts because, like, that was one thing I always felt shortchanged on as a small child. Mm. Now, this movie's five years old. I was still a relatively small child. Yeah, you would have been, like, eighth, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, and I mean, some would say I'm just a big child now. We, uh, but, I mean, aren't we all? Yeah, like, especially if you're running a podcast that talks about movies, you haven't really grown up much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, nobody can call us mature, I don't guess. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, when Sally, or when um, Charlie makes the decision to help Sally with her um, talent 
whatever that thing was supposed to be. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I really don't know what that was supposed to be. And then she just starts riding Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> Snoopy, like, flattens out for a second, like, <laughs> stands back up and does the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day, after they get the picture of Charlie, it's like, nobody reads the school paper anyway. Walks in, and literally everybody is reading it. And then Linus goes, look on the bright side, Charlie Brown. They said there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yep. Oh, I I don't remember when when the line was, but I I really enjoyed Sally's whole "Can a brother and sister get a divorce?" line. I have that I have that later on. We can get to that a bit later. Okay. Um, but then there was when Linus was like, "Why not just walk up to her and introduce yourself after the complete fall I made of myself last night?" Yeah, and why don't I just fly to the moon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I really enjoyed all of the interactions, but especially Charlie Brown and Linus. Um, mm-hmm. Their dynamic has been a big thing throughout all the movies, but this one I felt they did a really good job with it. Yeah, and we're getting close to one with Linus and um, someone else. <laughs> yeah. And I like yeah. the call between Charlie and, um, which, what was that, Marcy? Yeah. And I think so. Marcy just can't hear anything. He's saying, toast and cupcakes. That sounds great, Chuck. See you there. Oh, yeah, peppermint patty. And like, where he's like, yeah, he's like, I can only make, I, all I can make is toast. She's like, toast and cupcakes. That sounds great, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, another thing I have is a bit creepy that he was stalking his female neighbor in her room while she was dancing. Eh, he lived across the street. He was nine. We all did stupid things when we were nine. Yeah. And then now we're getting to the quote when Sally gets to the dance. Oh, sweet baboo. <laughs> <laughs> and then Linus just tries to hide. <laughs> Not a problem I'll ever have. But it was hilarious watching Linus squirm. Yeah. Oh. But like as... Um, I, I, how did I just blank on Charlie Brown? <laughs> I, I do not know. As Charlie was walking in, Snoopy's just scooping the cupcakes away one by one. <laughs> yep, and by the time he got in, there was nothing left. Um, yep. Yeah. And then, of course, Charlie Brown manages to Charlie Brown the dance. He just landed, like, flat on his back. <laughs> yep. And then I thought it was funny when they were picking for the um, report or the paper, and Lucy rigged it to get Schroeder. He's like, the paper says it, it's meant to be on, like, the third try. The only thing I can knock about this movie at all, during that whole dance scene, I had to, I had to just look at it and double-check it, but during that whole dance scene, that song is a Megan Trainor song, and society was better off when they forgot about her music. I thought I, I, I recognized the song. I didn't know what it was, but I recognized it. Yeah, I don't know. I just cannot stand her music, and so I was a little disappointed. But I guess you get what you get in 2015. Right? Are you not all about that bass? I ain't all about that bass, man. <laughs> you probably cut that I, out. <laughs> oh, no, it, it works. I, I got to have the treble. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, you were saying you were getting something. Yep, and then when um, Charlie gets the little redhead girl, wow, who could have guessed? He goes, maybe I'm not ready for a serious relationship. How do I support her? I can't afford a mortgage. What if I'm put in the escrow? And then Lysus <laughs> goes, Charlie Brown, you're being ridiculous. 
You're the only person I know who can turn a book report into a lifelong commitment. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> crack me up. But then he went and got War and Peace. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. And he read that whole book in like, what, a day? Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> no, the book's like, I think it's literally like a thousand something pages and it, it it's dry too. Yeah, but before that I have, and this, uh, okay. when uh, Charlie gets the perfect score on the standardized test and Lucy goes, I don't believe it. I won't believe it. I demand a recount. I love that line. I liked Charlie Brown's, um, whenever I really feel alone, I just sit and stare into the night sky. I've always thought one of those stars was my star. And at moments like this, I know that my star will always be there for me. Like a comfortable voice saying, don't give up, kid. And then the, the star just like falls from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not the only thing that falls from the sky. It's like later on in the movie when he's like, telling the kid how to fly a kite and he's like there's no way he can never get to my level of expertise turns around and the kite's just going he walks over there touches the string and it just plops out of the sky <laughs> he charlie browns the kid's kite and i like when he was charlie i don't know if he was like walk i don't know where he was i think he was by lucy's stand and the kid just started like tracing his footsteps what are you doing following in the footsteps of greatness <laughs> <laughs> That's when everybody thought he was the genius, yeah. Um, and then Sally was given tours of their house. That bothered me. <laughs> oh man, it made me laugh. Just like it made me laugh um, when Charlie's leaving the, the library with um, with War and Peace and he's trying to figure out how he's going to pick the thing up because it's literally as big as he is and he just flips it page by page by page. Which, that was smart. And then... Um, was it Lucy that said, now there's a, or someone said, now that's a guy who's going places. And then he's just getting dragged by the book on the sleigh. Also love Snoopy with his typewriter. I, I feel like we've, we've passed that at this point, but I have to go back like with him, like being freaked out by the typewriter and then finally understanding it and being able to crank out like a whole book with, <laughs> while still being a dog and his editor's a bird. Yeah, then when he gets home, it bothers me so much when he has the piece of cake and then sprays mustard on it. Mm-hmm. That hurt. It did hurt, because you know he at least took one bite, because he's flipping Charlie Brown. Yeah, and then I liked the line, this is my book report about War and Peace, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or, yeah, I think it was nine. And then, first there was war, then there was peace. <laughs> and then... Counts 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Only 983 words to go. I think he might have talked himself into a corner with that one there. Yeah, he did. And then that, and then uh, the one you talked about a bit earlier when um, he's accept, doing the acceptance speech for his perfect test score and he realizes it's not his and is like, I'm sorry, I can't take credit for this. It's not mine. And then that's when Sally goes, can a brother and sister get a divorce? Gosh, such a funny movie. It is. It has a lot of quotes. And then also, I got a lot of nostalgia when they started singing the Christmas song. Yeah. Da, 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 Christmas da. time. I won't sing, but. Yeah, because you will get sued. And nobody wants to hear that anyways. So Yeah. <laughs>
So I'm going, to, we're going to probably end up, well, we're definitely going to end up working our way back, but I want to skip ahead to the end of the movie really quickly okay. so I don't forget it. Um, so I really like the line where um, Sally's like, it's the last day of school. Well, big brother, can you believe it? My last day of school. No more reading, writing, arithmetic. No more <laughs> learning forever. The arithmetic made me laugh. Like, she isn't she younger than Charlie? Like... <laughs> Yeah, and then, but when Charlie goes, what are you talking about? This is just the start of summer vacation. You have eight more years of grammar school, four more years of high school, plus four more years of college. And Sally's, like, trying to do the math, like, carry Carry one. Or whatever, yeah. 37 more years? Yeah, 36 more years of school. I'll be bald and wrinkly by then. (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting close to the end of my notes. Uh, one more thing I do have is Schroeder when they're doing the um, pen pals for summer for the assignment and the teacher's like like well I'm going to say someone if you want to be their partner say so and she says Schroeder and Lucy goes I do I mean I will <laughs> bit young to want to get married <laughs> um, I mean who who are we to speak for the mind of a nine year old female never been there yeah but that's still bitterly a little bit a little bit yeah I liked so you you mentioned earlier the the scene where Charlie Brown like um tur- said it wasn't his test, mm-hmm. but he's like um, before I begin I'd like to thank all of you for your support you've all been so kind it's not often that I get this sort of recognition but um there's been a mistake this is not my test and Lucy stands up and goes ha I knew it and then has to like cover up the Charlie Brown shirt she was wearing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last thing I have is. Um, when they're when he's talking, I think it was to Lioness about the redhead girl picking him, and he goes, "I don't want her to. I don't want her picking me because she felt bad for me. I have slightly more dignity than that. Slightly. <laughs> I mean, the only things I have was at the beginning when uh, who's was it Lioness's alarm that was Beethoven, and he was like, Ah, Beethoven. Oh, Schroeder. Yeah, man. Um, so I guess if that's everything you have. You want to go ahead and give it our letter grades? Yeah, I want you to first. I want to see. I have a feeling I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to try to base mine off of that. I have an idea in my head right now, but I want to see what you say first. All right. Well, I really love this movie. As you said, it's a good mix of nostalgia and clever humor. And we've seen a lot of it before, but unlike what I did with the Clone Wars episode, I'm not going to tax it here for that. So if there's a level above A+, like an S tier, that's where I'm at. I really love this movie. I highly recommend everybody go watch it, especially if you like Snoopy and you grew up with him. I really recommend you go watch this movie. So Grant, what did you think? I very much enjoyed it. I'd have to give it probably an A- minus to an A. Just The only reason is because I did not really enjoy the Snoopy parts. Besides that, I loved everything else. It's also a bit cringy, but I'm not going to give it any points for that because it's a kid's movie. And plus, the nostalgia definitely overrules that. So I'm going to give it A- minus to an A, probably a bit closer to an A. If I like the Snoopy parts, I'd be right there with you. A plus, S tier. All right. Well, there you have it, everybody. I would give it an A plus to an S tier. And Grant, it sounds like you got an A- minus to an A. We're kind of right there along. Definitely go watch it. Anyway, Grant, now that all that's over with, you want to tell the people where they can find us? Yes, you can email us at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com if you have any suggestions, 
comments about the episode, if you want to be on an episode, or if you have any suggestions for like a TV show or movie we could watch, just let us know. We're also on Instagram at Must Talk About Nothing, and we are on Twitter at MTAN Podcast. Yep, and that does it for this episode of the show. For Grant, I've been Grant, and thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.